the sun. It shines upon the dung heap and yet is not corrupted. The sun, a ball of gassy fire that just shoots its little opinions out to everyone. Everything it looks at, everything it touches is illuminated. And guess what? The opposite of it is shady darkness. The ability to not see shit. Yeah, the sun really turns it on for us, you know? It casts a long shadow and it makes us see every gross pore in our lover's face. And it, it makes us aware of things that we would be ignorant of otherwise. The sun, without it, we'd all be dead. Um, so, here is the episode about the sun, and what can I say about it, you know? The sun is simple. Pulling it in a reading, it just says, yes, everything's good, things are shining for you, you're gonna have a bright life, you're gonna have that money, you're gonna have that love, you're gonna have that house. And, I don't know, I mean... It's, it's a card I love because it's just about like putting it out there. There's a meditation I do sometimes where I take a deep breath in, breathe into my solar plexus, and just like imagine that there's a light in my body that it keeps expanding. So it surrounds me like a golden light. And it's this amazing feeling of just like putting your energy out and letting it protect you, letting it nourish you. I feel there are so many times in my life where I was afraid to express myself because I didn't want to be seen. But that's a cowardly position. Not without its reasons, but nonetheless cowardly as fuck. So what is the sun? Is it the look at me, look at me? Or is it I want to see, I want to be? I think it's more important to feel embodied and perceive things than worrying about how you are perceived, but it gets confusing. So what's my moments in the sun? I don't know. I mean, sun can mean celebrity also, being seen, you know? So I mean, I've chatted it up with some celebrities. I've had moments where somebody wrote a little article about me or something and by the way if you if you want my advice don't ever have an article that somebody includes you in or writes about you because you're just gonna feel annoying at first you're like proud of yourself you're like wow i exist and someone noticed and then you read it and you're like what the i didn't say that what the fuck um Oh, you, you picked that picture? Okay. You know, it's, um, it's not as great as you'd think, you know? And it's crazy. It's like, um, when, when the sun's shining, every, you know, there's complainers. It's, it's not like everyone who receives the light of the sun is grateful. People are like squinting and getting sunburned. And, and, you know, wanting to, like, go under an umbrella or afraid of getting freckles or, you know, I've had days at the beach where I'm just, like, wincing the whole time and, like, sand is getting in my mouth and I'm, like, squinting and I'm trying to read a book 
I'm trying to escape, basically. But let's come back to the original statement. The sun shines upon the dung heap and is not corrupted. Shining isn't about looking like you are shining. It's about perceiving and doing. And what you perceive is for you to see. And that illumination can also turn lights on for other people. And maybe don't be so concerned with like, if, if I am seen for my perception, if I am seen for putting myself out there, this is my experience, this is my life. I could do that. And if someone sees that light and is better for it, good. But there's also people that are gonna be wincing and being like, what the fuck, I'm gonna get a sunburn, fuck this. I hate it. And, and that's gonna happen, you know? Um, I think that the, the, the amazing thing about the sun is it's not about thinking about being adorable. The sun's not thinking that. I'm pretty sure it's not anyway. I haven't, I can't confirm or deny what the sun's thinking, the literal sun, but I'd like to think that it was just doing its thing. And we're a consequence of it putting its light into the world. So I did an episode about the star. And if you listen to that, I was talking about finding that light, you know, bringing it out. And um, the sun is a star. It's not even a big star. It's a, it's a little star. It's just the closest star to us. So it is our sun. And... Um, that's the thing it's like the progression of like that starlight that you find inside of yourself and you're just like I gotta do this and it gets closer and closer to earth and suddenly it feels more magnified it feels more immediate and it, it feels like you know it's your star it's the sun and that's the progression of that star energy into becoming brighter and brighter and more primary and more um, eccentric and what people are perceiving I would I'd be lying if I would say that the sun didn't mean notoriety but it also means like coital bliss or um, having a good day or getting some money it means yes it means yes it means jackpot but for a day you know sometimes the sun can feel like you know it lasts a season we have the the sun season the summer but also like when I pull the sun I mean everything everything in the tarot constantly moving that's why you can get your cards read several times and it'll be different because our lives are ever-changing flowing experiences consciousness is fluid and therefore our tarot is going to be fluid and our lives are going to be fluid and everything in the world is going to be fluid because it's all consciousness and that is the primary principle of the sun and the solar power you see symbolism all throughout mythology and alchemical and spiritual mythology and the sun 
represents consciousness. So the moon and the lunar cycles and darkness, that isn't trash. That is like some very important stuff, but it's its own element. You know, it's incredibly dense and beautiful and vibrant and it has its own spirit it has its own power but you know light and dark the balance the yin and the yang the sunlight represents consciousness awareness presence it's the forefront of your mind whereas the moon might be the subconscious which is a vast part of ourselves but when we think of ourselves I'd be uh, pretty certain that we were thinking of our solar selves, the self that thinks of itself as the self, whereas the subconscious knows not that. It's faster and more um, elusive. The sun is very present. So what can I say about the sun? What are my sun goals? You know, what am I doing? Why do I keep shining? <laughs> Why do I keep putting shit out into the world when I'm like, who the fuck is listening to me? Why can't I stop? Um, I don't know. Sometimes people encourage me and that's part of it. But it's also like, you know, the, the, the revelation that I'll die hopefully not anytime soon but just thinking everything that I do in this life this is all maybe like a cry in the dark but also more than that it's like um it's fun you know it's fun to just bounce your consciousness out like a yo-yo as far into the void as it can go and see what the fuck happens because you know at some point I gotta check out of here and it's like you might as well have a little fun. But the thing about the sun is it's not it's not an overly complicated strategy. It's it's not about figuring out a tier system or having a list of goals or ideals. It's just doing it. It's just putting your it's putting your light in the world over and over and over. And you wake up every day and the sun's out before you probably, let's hope. Um, and it's like, yeah, I'm here, I'm doing this. I don't, y'all can do whatever you need to do. I'm gonna do this. That consistency, that conscious consistency. What can we learn from that? That the sun shows us. If the sun means success, positivity, having good luck and love, money, career, being well received consistency 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 and putting out your own thing being less concerned with how you're perceived and more about just doing and doing and doing the sun shines on the dung heap and is not corrupted I read that on a wall in, an, in a house um, my ex-boyfriend years ago was like a contractor and he met this really nice old lady and she invited him into her house 
and in her house it was like a, a folk art museum and there was art all over the walls and all this amazing work of like these outsider artists and um he asked her if he could bring me to come see the art and I'm so glad he did because it was really amazing it was just a little house it was her house but she had turned every room into like a gallery and um going up her stairs uh, floor to ceiling was just so many frames it was like the entire walls were covered and in the living rooms and dining rooms and everything that was just these found art sculptures and she had these stories about these different artists and they just compulsively would make these things and some of them were so clever and interesting and compelling and some of them were kitschy and funny and some of them were just cute and that's all and the further we went up the stairs the more the strange collection started and there's some illustrations that I had recognized from just spending a lot of time in Berkeley and San Francisco and sometimes you'd run into some prints, you know, some old prints or like be in a cafe or be at like some older people's houses that had like some art print from the 70s and I recognized these works and she, she knew these people so she would tell me stories about them and there were so many unspeakable geniuses who were not famous, but for some reason, they kept getting up and making their work. And their collections were left to a woman who was now very old, who kept them in her own house, which she discreetly marked as a museum. And I, I feel like that's just, her energy was so bright and beautiful and I feel like there was something inside of her that was so radiant and, and she surrounded herself with all the things she wanted to see because her consciousness wanted to be stimulated by these images, these images that make you think and th these images that hold stories and philosophies and history and she would walk people up her own staircase and shine the light into them and say, look at this. Let me tell you about who made it. Let me tell you about that time period. Let me show you this work and this work and this work and how they're related. And it was probably one of the richest gallery or museum experiences I've had, you know, top five for sure. And I've been to some pretty nice museums, you know, um, but the amount of love and warmth that she put into everything, how everything was curated, just really stayed with me. It was so brilliant. And it wasn't performative, you know? When you think of the arts, like, you know, you think of it as being this sort of dog and pony show sometimes. But sometimes it's because there's this light that's turned on inside of someone and they just have to shine it, you know? And right in the middle of the staircase, amongst all these frames, I saw this print and it looked like 
it honestly looked like somebody had carved like a big potato and like stamped it on some paper. And it, it definitely was from the 60s or 70s. Um, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was from the 30s, but I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> it was before my time a bit. Um, but the words and their funky font, the sun shines upon the dung heap and is not corrupted. It stayed with me and immediately. I was like, what? the dung heap what the fuck at first I was like what is this but it just etched its way into my soul like this important lesson like don't worry when you turn the lights on what shit's exposed it's okay you know you're not corrupted by being seen Unless you're in the position of just receiving all of your validation from how people perceive you. You just gotta shine. You just gotta keep getting up and doing you and putting your stuff out. I've been shrieking away from shining lately. Um, honestly, I've been feeling very depressed. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And it's... Um, making me collapse a little bit and I'm, I'm a bit of a depressive person you know I have some depression issues there's this book I had on um, alchemical prints with commentary by Carl Jung and he was showing this alchemical symbol of the lion swallowing the green sun maybe it was the green lion swallowing the regular sun I don't know but it was a symbol of depression um, the lion often represents many things, but, you know, it's a representation of solar power, for sure. Alpha, you know, the sun's a very alpha guy, so is the lion, I guess. Royalty, being um, primary, you know, putting yourself out there, not so much concerned about how people feel about it, just putting yourself out there. And when the lion swallows the sun and becomes green, it's like... Um, swallowing the sun is like a I think it was interpreted as a symbol of n n internalizing your light like this lion has every right to roar and to be bright but when you swallow that light and you don't let it outside of yourself you start to feel sick inside and it's a symbol of depression a symbol of bitterness and then that starts to weevil into you and makes you jealous it makes you spiteful makes you a hater ass bitch talking shit about people you know and where does that go being bitter you know because you're not putting your light out there it just makes you sick it makes you sick and it makes the world itself a little more sick So the sun shines upon the dung heap and is not corrupted is more than just a bumper sticker, you know? <laughs> it's, um, it's rules to live by. And I think that this is a story that may be misinterpreted as sort of even on the verge of psychopathy, you know? Like, you don't want to just 
never care how people feel or how you affect others, of course. That's not what I'm saying. But it's, it's, it's important to remember what you're truly shining. Psychopathy, narcissism, all that shit aside, let's just imagine that everyone had a fair shot at living their fucking life. And if they were allowed to be who, who they are without combing themselves down, changing their reality or their presence or the body they were born in to suit the world around them, but they let their own selves shine for exactly who they were without fear. And if everyone was turned on like that, could you imagine this world? I think that when you're the sun, the sun is warm. The sun is yes. The sun is embracing and loving and joy and happiness. That's what it represents in the tarot. So why would it be that we wouldn't find peace with each other if we were allowed to shine a little bit more? If we were allowed to not feel afraid of being attacked for who we were or to shine? I can't imagine why that could go wrong, you know? Again, psychopathy aside. You know, they say that the narcissist feels inherently very devalued. And that's what they gotta puff themselves up or like psychic vampire off of other people because they feel like they constantly have insufficient efficacy. You know, they need to steal it from other people's opinions. Could you imagine if somehow a narcissist had this like medicine, this medicinal switch inside of them where they just turned on? But the sun is consistent. You can't just turn it on one time. You have to get up every day and do it. Shine and then rest. The sun rests. I mean, listen, I know that it doesn't actually take a nap or whatever, but for all metaphorical purposes, the sun symbolically rests in equal time and it shares the sky with the moon. And I mean, when you think of the sky, you might visualize the, the daylight sky but or the nighttime sky. Very different sky vibes, you know? Um, they share, they split the time. But the sun will come out same as he did the day before and do the same exact round. You know, he'll go down the same. <sighs> oh my God, I'm yawning. How embarrassing. Okay. He'll go and do the same jog he does every day. And we take it for granted. I mean, at best, we're like, fun in the sun, let's go to the part, the party, the park, the, the, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, you know, like, at best, we'll be like, it's a sunny day, let's rejoice in it, or whatever. But a lot of times, we're not even paying attention, we're just like, it's today, okay, ho-hum, what a shit day, oh, I'm kind of hot, that's annoying. Or we'll resent the sun for being too hot or burning us or we'll resent the sun for, you know, not giving enough light to one plant we're trying to grow and too much to another. You know, we just start projecting all this shit all over the sun. But the sun is not corrupted by it because it doesn't need us. We need the sun. 
and we need to turn our sun on within ourselves and stop projecting shit on our expectations and whatever on things that are shining in our lives and giving to us freely. I'm sending you love in these strange, unusual, and fucking morbid times. And I hope that something inside of you that feels like you can't shine your light right now just turns on. And I feel like we should worry less about what shit could be possibly um, flung at us knowing that we won't be corrupted if we keep putting our light and our warmth and love and light in this world and that's needed and we need to remind each other to keep shining we need to fill the world up with this light of each human heart as a sun itself god bless and good night